Let's all find our seats, church. Hallelujah. Praise be to his name. What a beautiful day the Lord has made. We are rejoicing and we are glad in it. Amen? Amen. So as we get started, we have, uh, we have some awesome uh, report that we want to give this morning from our dear sister. Um, as you know, uh, Home Church of the Nazarene is not just a church to its own, but we are a global church. <clears throat> we are a missional church. We believe in uh, going outside these four walls and reaching people who don't look like us, who don't act like us, who don't talk like us, who are completely different, are still God's children, amen? And are just as loved. And, um, and so with saying that, we had a couple in our church, a family, who went to Mexico for a few days, and um, their heart is, is there in Mexico, and, but she's, they're back today, and so please help me. Let's give Majesta a hand. She comes up to give a victory report on what God did in those few days. Good morning. Mexico uh, was really amazing. Um, we visited a couple different orphanage, uh, orphanages. Um, one of them was had a lot more of the younger children. And it was a little bit of a trial because um, we don't speak Spanish fluently or really at all. <laughs> so communicating with um, the kids was a little trying, but God saw us through those times, and um, we were able to play with them and bring joy, uh, joy to them. Um, some of the things here that we take for granted, it could be as simple as having a barbecue with hamburgers and hot dogs. That's like a wonderful day to them. That's an amazing treasure just to have this prepared meal. Um, they're really into American food because <laughs> they don't get it very often. So we took um, burgers and hot dogs and did a barbecue for them and, um, and were able to serve them. And then we did a really nice craft and, um, and then just a lot of play and just to see their faces light up and how much um, it impacted them. It was really incredible. We really saw God move a lot. So I just appreciate everybody's prayers and supports um, because the journey, you know, everything went smooth, better than we could have um, anticipated. And um, it was just a wonderful time. So thank you. Thank you so much for sharing, Majesta. Praise God. What, what an amazing thing uh, to be able to get outside these four walls and to be able to minister. So thank you to you and your family. And, uh, you know, sometimes just the smallest things, they can make a difference in people's lives and, uh, you know, just the little things to know that there's people out there that love and care about them and, you know, that they're able to see Jesus and God's love through you guys. So thank you so much. What an, what an amazing report. All right. Church, uh, before we jump into our announcements this morning, uh, it looks like we've got quite a few kids here this morning. So if I can have all of the kids go ahead and join us down in the front of the sanctuary, and we are going to welcome our wonderful children's director, Miss Jane, for our uh, children's time this morning.
Okay, can you guys read this scripture? The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again. And then in his joy, went and sold all he had and bought that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. What is a pearl? Jewelry. Like jewelry, right? Like what I have on right here today, right? Are pearls really expensive? Are they perfect? We need to be like a pearl, right? I'm going to read to you about pearls. Though classified as a gemstone, pearls are extremely unique. Kind of like us, right? We're really unique. Largely due to the fact that they are the only gem material formed and found within a living creature. Who knows where pearls come from? Did you tell her the answer and then tell her to say it? Oysters. Oysters. Thanks, Kins. Okay. Unlike diamonds, rubies, emeralds, and more, pearls require no cutting, no polishing before use, and are simply stunning the way that they naturally form. Do you know that sometimes we have things that are fake? You think these are real? Whoops. Huh? They are? Woohoo. <laughs> huh? And they have pearls on them as well. Pearls. You want to look at these? I can get them off. Pass these around. If those were real, they would be worth a lot of money, right? <laughs> we need to be like a pearl. Okay, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. What is the treasure? What do you think the treasure is? Gold and pearls. Gold and pearls. Well, it's kind of like heaven, right? Is heaven like a hidden treasure? Um, the field is like the earth. We're going to talk about this more in Sunday school, so don't miss it. But he heaven is going to be like a hidden treasure. And pearls, we need to be like a pearl, right? Did you guys decide if these were real? They are not real. <laughs> they are not real. I wouldn't be passing them around to you if they were real. <laughs> They would be very expensive, right? But we need to be like a pearl. Like this talks about looking for a merchant is somebody who's like a storekeeper, right? And that would be like Jesus. He's looking for us to be a pearl. He's looking for us to be like who? Who?
Who do we need to be like? Maddie? A pearl. We need to be like who? Jesus. Good. We need to be like Jesus. Is that hard to do? Yeah. I'm going to give you guys a little pre-Easter here. Early Easter. Okay. There is a treasure in here, Tao. Can you search for the treasure? Oh, jeez, Tao. <laughs> He's so smart. Okay, take one. He just took all of the grass out and got it from the bottom. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so what did I tell you was the hidden treasure? Heaven, right? What are we doing at Easter time? Celebrating what? Celebrating Jesus and what happened? Can you tell us again, Wesley? When he rose from the dead. He rose from the dead. Why is that important? <laughs> Ari, why is that important? Because he was a crucified. He was crucified. He died on the cross for our sins, didn't he? So who can tell me how to get to heaven? Thank you, Willow. You are just popping out the answers today. Die and then go to heaven. How do we get to heaven? Why you die? Well, does everybody get to go to heaven? Nope. Who gets to go to heaven? Who but the one who believes in God. One who believes in God. Amen. That's all we need to talk about, right? All right. Who wants to pray? Father God, I hope that you forgive us of our sins. And I hope that you... And I hope that you help us all to remember these words in Jesus' name. Pray, amen. Thank you. Okay. I have more candy later, so come and see me. We got a little grass on the floor, Luke. All right. Thank you, Miss Jane, for pouring into our kids. Wesley, good job this morning, young man. You had almost every single answer. Matt, thank you for joining us for Children's Church. It's always good seeing you down in the front row. <laughs> All right. Well, church, as we get started this morning, we have just a couple of reminders for you. Uh, first off, in the pews in front of you here, we do have our welcome cards. So please make sure that you guys fill one of those out. If you are interested in serving here at the church and getting engaged and involved, uh, or if you have a prayer request, uh, we would encourage you to fill out those cards and turn those in. I can't believe that I'm saying this already. I feel like we were just talking about our Christmas play, and now we're talking about Easter. So we are in need of Easter candy again. Uh, we are asking that you would bring in individually wrapped candy that will fit inside of the plastic eggs for our Easter egg hunt. Um, and we would also encourage no chocolate. We have had uh, some melted candy and some very messy eggs over the years, so uh, preferably no chocolate, but you guys can place all of those donations inside the basket that is located out in the foyer. Uh, again, we want to remind you guys about our song and word on Thursday nights at 630 
So Thursdays, uh, over in the gym at 6.30, we start off with a time of worship. And then after we finish worship, we have a Bible study or something going on for everybody within this church. Uh, we've got a Latino Bible study that is uh, being led by Pastor Pepe Dorigo. We have Life in the Spirit, Run the Race, that is being led by Barb West. Uh, men's Bible study on Romans, that is being led by Don Libby. Uh, a women's Bible study on Romans, that is being led by both Marsha Cromie and Joan Cole. We've got the youth group. We have kids quizzing. And Jeannie Adams is also going to be teaching the kids in the nursery. So like I said, something for everybody. We would encourage you to come out and join us on Thursday nights. Uh, men's breakfast is coming up soon. We've got that taking place on Saturday, March 26th at 8 a.m. And that is going to be at the Black Bear Diner. Uh, if you have any questions or need additional information, uh, I would encourage you to, to reach out and talk to Mr. Ron Sherwood. Uh, membership classes are taking place on April the 3rd and April the 10th after second service in our history room. So if you are interested in becoming a member of the church, we would encourage you to reach out to our church office or talk to pastor and let them know if you would like to attend one of those classes. And we are also going to be having baptisms take place on Easter Sunday. So if you would like to get baptized uh, again, we would encourage you to reach out and talk to either Pastor Carlos uh, or the church office for additional information. Church, it's time for us to move into our time of giving and worship this morning. So if you would, go ahead and bow your heads with me as we open in prayer. Father God, we just thank you for such a beautiful morning, God. We thank you that uh, we have been given the freedom to come together and worship you, God. Lord, as we are collecting our tithes and offerings this morning, God, I pray that you would have your hand upon those, God. Bless these tithes and offerings and use them in ways that we couldn't imagine, God, so that we can further your kingdom and uh, use these, these funds in ways to show people that they are loved, that they are cared for, God. Lord God, we just thank you for everything that you are continuing to do through our church, God. What a blessing it is to be part of a family a church here to be able to serve you, God. Lord, we just thank you for that. We thank you for everything that you continue to do, and we pray these things in your mighty name. Amen. Amen. Good morning, church. How's everyone doing this morning? Good. Let's all stand to our feet. Um, before we worship the Lord this morning, uh, we got a praise report. Gerald and Bailey, uh, our Gerald and uh, Linda Bailey, I apologize, just had a little uh, granddaughter, a grandson, uh, he was born um, three pounds, six ounces. <clears throat> His name is uh, Canola. I believe, I'm, I hope I'm saying that correctly. Uh, and uh, we, so we want to pray for, for the baby. We want to pray for the mother. And so let, let's give him a hand. Amen. We want to thank God. <clears throat> what a beautiful thing. And I, I believe her daughter, uh, her family is in Hawaii. And so, um, but three pounds, when I, when I said that, I know there was many people like, whoa, but we are a testimony. Carlos back here, my son Carlos on the drums, he was two pounds when he was born. And uh, I, I mean, I know his brother and sister might not say he's normal, 
but he turned out to be pretty normal to me. Amen? Amen. Amen. So speaking of Hawaii and places around the world, um, who has seen our world on the wall? Amen? Thank you. If you haven't seen it, you just go out these four-year doors right here, go to your left, and we have pretty much the whole entire world. We still got a few pieces missing. We need to add the Azores, but the uh, guy who's making the, uh, who's making the plates was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. The Azores are like this big, and he, his machine has to cut, you know, and I said, I don't care. Get it done. He said, okay, I'm going to get it done because our church has been to the Azores, and so, but what's so amazing about this piece, not just because it's cool looking, or at least I thought it was cool looking, but so many women on, women, uh, who, who went to Aspire, okay? So many women from Aspire were walking by that going, oh my gosh. But what they don't know is it's gonna, it serves a purpose. It's to remind us that we are, we are a church, we are a global church. And what we're going to do as a staff, we're going to put a little box, a little prayer box, once we get it all set up. Because I believe in my prayer is that not only are we going to be able to look at this wall and see where we have been, but as we put into the prayer box where we want to go and where we want to serve. And not just a week trip, but I believe in, and I'm believing God, God's going to raise up people, teenagers, to say, you know what? I'd like to serve five years, ten years, three years right here. That this church is going to be used to be able to send people, and we will be a hub to be able to be a part of sending a couple, a family, to somewhere a part of the world where they might not know Jesus. Amen. And that's what this wall is going to do. And so we want to give God all the praise and the glory for that. Amen. Hallelujah. Speaking of do things around the church, small things, I just want to give a quick shout out to our brother Israel, uh, who's standing there in the back right there. Aren't those flowers beautiful? You guys see those new flowers? Aren't those pretty? Thank you, brother. I appreciate all you do. Amen. Who's ready to worship Jesus? Amen. Before we worship our creator, um, many of you know already our brother Dick Cromie has passed away and is with Jesus this morning. And I love what Mama Jane says. She said a little earlier today here in practice, she said, he's up there right now joking with Lauren. <laughs> but as he's, as he's up there with Lauren and Ren and so many other people, we are still here. And so I'd like to lift up um, Marsha as a church. Can we do that? Jeannie, can you please come down and I know this is not on the script, this is not on the, but we need to pray for our sister, amen? amen. So, Marsha, if you're watching this morning, we're here with you in spirit. Um, we love you. Church, let's, let's bow our heads and have our sister, just say a blessing over our sister Marsha and her family. I lift up Marsha. Father, may your peace just wrap around her in such a way that it just feels like a cozy, warm blanket. Father, may all those of us that have given her a call or are sending cards or whatever encourage her heart. As the days go by, may she uh, know that she is loved and she's cared for. And Father, I pray that um, as a church family, as we miss all of these men that are gone, that you move in and through us and that we reach out towards one another and care for one another. 
Father, I pray that you take care of Marcia and her boys and her family and each and every one of them. Thank you that they can already be together. We love you, Lord. In the strong name of Jesus, amen. Amen. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. I said, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. Hallelujah. You know, one thing I love about children, kids this morning, um, our dear little sister Maddie, right here who's standing right here in the front row. Sorry, Maddie, I hate to put you on the spot right now. But I had my sermon out like this, and she was looking at it, and she's, she was reading it very intently and she's like is that your sermon and I was like man this is already touching her already she's like is that your sermon I said yeah she goes that's long (laughs) (laughs) who's ready for a long sermon this morning (laughs) amen I'm not sure if I can get my if I can there we go all right there we go who's ready who's ready to worship Jesus this morning yes let's go is the day this is the day that the lord has made that the lord has made i will rejoice i will rejoice and be glad in it and be glad in it this is the day that the lord has made i will rejoice and be glad in it this is the day this is the day that the This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. That the Lord has made. I will rejoice, I will rejoice and be glad in it. And be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. 
We're going to let the music play out right now. And I would like my brother Renan. He's going to read Revelations 2, 1 through 7, church. In his native tongue, amen. Hallelujah. Mensajes a las siete iglesias, el mensaje a Éfeso. Escribe al ángel de la iglesia en Éfeso, el que tiene las siete estrellas en su diestra, el que anda en medio de los siete candeleros de oro, dice esto. Yo conozco tus obras y tu arduo trabajo y paciencia, y que no puedes soportar a los malos, y has probado a los que dicen ser apóstoles y no lo son, y los que han, hall y han sido hallados mentirosos. Y has sufrido, y has tenido paciencia, y has trabajado arduamente por amor de mi nombre, y no has desmayado. Pero tengo contra ti que has dejado tu primer amor. Recuerda, por tanto, de dónde has caído, y arrepiéntete, y haz las primeras obras, pues si no, vendré pronto a ti, y quitaré tu candelero de su lugar, si no te hubieres arrepentido. Pero tienes esto, que aborreces las obras de los nicolaitas, los cuales yo también aborrezco. El que tiene oído, oiga lo que Espíritu dice a las siete iglesias. Al que venciere, le daré de comer del árbol de vida, el cual está en medio del paraíso de Dios. And all people say, Amen. Amen. Let us become. Let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your goodness. Let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your goodness. Let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of
sing that song I think of our brothers and sisters who have gone before us who have passed away they're in his presence right now but it's no different for us we have the Holy Spirit here with us this morning amen hallelujah who's free in Jesus this morning amen hallelujah I'm free in Jesus amen amen Go on and speak against my borrowed innocence. The judge is my defense. I'm going free. Right when the gavel fell, I heard the freedom bell ring through the heart of hell. I'm going free. I'm going free. Yeah. How many singers? Go on and speak against my borrowed innocence. The judge is my defense. I'm going free. Right when the gavel fell, I heard the freedom bell ring through the heart of hell. I'm going free. I'm going free. Glory, glory. I'm going free. Oh, you tell the devil I won't go back. I won't go back. I'm on a narrow road. It's paid with grace and home. It's gonna leave me home. I'm going free. I'm going free. I'm free.
Oh, give him a praise this morning. I said, I am free. Yes, I'm free. I am free indeed. We are free. And we are free. Free indeed. We are free. Free indeed. Oh, glory, glory, hallelujah. Come on, my shackles and the sea. Glory, glory. Someday, like a brother Dick, I'm going free. Oh. Amen. Bow our heads this morning with our sister praise this morning. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. How thankful we are that you have left your Holy Spirit so that we are not alone, but we are with you. We thank you for your mercy and your grace, Lord. We love you. How thankful we are that some can just fly away without any suffering. And Lord, we pray that all of us who are left here on earth will honor you with our very lives. Help us to follow you in all that you are, because you are truth. We thank you, Lord, for this day when we can come and just celebrate the goodness of our Lord, for your mercy, for your grace, for your love. We thank you. And now, Lord, we pray that as our pastor comes, you will anoint him once again. Hide him behind the cross that we may see Jesus through him as he presents the message that you have given to him to share with us today. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. This morning, amen. I'm going to sing glory, glory, hallelujah, through my shackles in the sea, glory, glory, hallelujah, Jesus is my liberty, sing it out church, glory,
praise this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, worship team. Thank you so very much. Amen. Hallelujah. We appreciate you so very much. Thank you for your dedication and your hard work every week. You may be seated, church. Thank you so very much. Appreciate your love and your faithfulness to the house of God. Um, if you're watching online with us, thank you so very much. I have, we had a, an update. Um, we have some more people watching around the world. And just even in our backyard, we had a sister um, who's related to, I believe, Rebecca. Um, and her mother and father uh, just subscribed to the channel. They're watching all the way in Pahrump. So can we say hello to them? Good morning, and thank you for joining in this morning. Hallelujah. I want to preach a sermon um, on the lost love. Um, now, before you get excited, uh, no, this is not about your boyfriend and girlfriend who left you coming back. Uh, this is uh, completely different. Revelation 2, uh, starting in verse 1, we're going to go all the way through 7. Who brought their Bibles this morning? Amen, okay. Or your cell phone, your iPad, your Kindle. Amen. Moses had no idea what was coming. <laughs> they wrote on the, uh, he wrote on those tablets and they thought that was it. They, that, was, that was the new iPhone back then. <laughs> Amen. Revelations 2, starting verse 1. And it says, To the angel of the church of Ephesus write these things, says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands. I know your works, your labor, your patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil, and you have tested those who Say they are apostles and are not, and have found them liars, and you have persevered and have patience and have labored for my name's sake and have not become weary. Nevertheless, I have this against you, that you have left your first love. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the first works, or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. But this <clears throat> you have, that you hate the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He who has an ear, let him, I say who has an ear, let him, thank you. What the Spirit says to the churches, to him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Can somebody say amen? amen? Hallelujah. I heard about these three sons that left home and went out and uh, they prospered and they got back together one day to talk about the gifts they bought their elderly mother. The first son said, I bought her a house. The second son said, you know, I got her a fancy car. The third son said, well, since mom loves to read the Bible, but she, can't, she can barely see anymore, I got her a specially trained bird that can read the entire Bible in a few months. Later, they received a letter from their mother. It said, Milton, the house you built me was way too big. Gerald, 
the car you bought me was way too small. But my dearest Donald, your simple gift is my favorite. The chicken was delicious. <laughs> Amen. After I read that scripture, after I read that verse, I think to myself, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the things of this world that's going to fade away. The cars, the houses. But it's the word of God that can not only talk to us, but it's good. Amen? Amen. I pray it settle in your soul this morning. I pray that it settle with your spirit, that it challenge you, it, it uh, convicts, stirs. Who needs to be stirred this morning? But blesses. Amen. I want to talk about getting back the lost love, restoring the lost love. If I was to ask you a question, how, how would you know someone's in love? If I was to ask you that, what would you say? I'm asking you a question. How do you know if someone's in love? Sacrifice. Sacrifice. Anybody else? Butterflies. Butterflies. <laughs> Anybody else? Gooey eyes? Oh, gooey eyes. I asked some of the teenagers the other night, how do you know? And one of them said, uh, if she cooks for me. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to step away from this man right here. You know, the, uh, uh, who else? Who else? How they treat you. How they, how they talk to you, how they, if they respect you, especially if they're around people or with no one around. Amen? Want to be with you all the time. The first winking, what'd you say? Oh, the first waking thought. Okay. I said, yeah, man, if that's the case, man, I'm always in love. I'm always winking. Anybody else? How do you know if someone's in love? Friendship, strong friendship. Love is an action word. You could tell someone loves by what they do. In our text, Jesus sends seven letters to the churches in Asia Minor. The seven churches represent uh, 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 stages that all churches will go through or should go through in their history, in their time of being a church. But one of the churches he highlights right here is the church of Ephesus. And I want to look at the seven verses. I want to dissect this. I want to I go into it deep right here. I got three points. My first one is he starts off by recognizing. Somebody say recognition. recognition. Thank you. Number one, recognition. Right here, verse two, he says, I know your works, your labor, your patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil, and you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not, and have found them liars, and you have persevered and have patience and have labored for my name's sake. And have not become weary. He spends two verses recognizing what they have done. He says, I know your works. Somebody say works. 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 I know your works. It means, works means to, the task, fulfilling, responsibility. Jesus says, I watched you. The church of Ephesus, I've watched you. When you say you're going to do something, when you say you're going to do it, you do it. You're a people of your word. I've seen it. When you say you're going to join the worship team, you not only show up on time, but you show up on church on Sunday and practice. Amen. And I can say that because we've got a faithful team. He says, I see your faithfulness. I see what you're doing, and, and you're doing it. I know your works. Whatever it was, whatever you signed up for, you're faithful. And your labor. Somebody say labor. Labor, thank you. That means to toil, weary. It means I will do it till I don't have the strength to do it anymore. 
that's important because it's hard to find people in the world who will, who will weary, who will, who will toil. Because you know, people just quit. Amen. I was talking to somebody the other day. They got like, they've had like 20 jobs in their lifetime. They, they just quit. And, and, and how many know it's, the job's not always the problem? Always quitting this, quitting that, quitting this relationship, quitting this. But Jesus says, you're not quitting. You toil. You, 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 you go for it. Jesus said, you're laboring. You're, you're enduring. And then he says right here, your patience. And this patience means right here to stay with God even in tough times. Mm. What a blessing right here. As I look over this congregation, I've seen so many people here have tough times, but yet you are patient with God. You're patient even in a storm. I mean, you know, it's easy to stick with God. It's easy to serve the Lord when everything is going good, but when things start, it's easy to quit. Thank you, sister, for your honesty. Patience. I'm going to stay with God. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to quit going to church. I'm not going to quit assembling together. I'm, I'm going I'm to stick it through. That's what patience means right here. Jesus says, you're a good church. You work, you labor, you're patient. If anybody wants to pastor a church, this is the church they want to pastor right here. And that you cannot bear those who are evil. What's this saying right here? It says, what it's saying is when, 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 they, when they saw someone doing evil, they didn't tolerate it. They didn't play games with it. When there was somebody doing evil, they, didn't, they, they did not tolerate this. How I many you know we live in a world where they want us to tolerate wickedness? They want us to endorse it. But how I many you know Home Church of the Nazarene ain't going to put up with wickedness? Amen? Amen. This church right here, they didn't endorse it. They didn't say it's okay. And then it says, and you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not and have found them liars. Wow. I get a few things right here. Number one is liars. You know, when I was growing up, I wasn't really able to say that word, especially in my grandma's house, the word liar. That was a cuss word. You don't say liar. Who, who grew up in a home like that? You don't say, yeah, okay. You don't say the word liar. You, you, would, you would say, if we were in my grandma's house, you, you would say, she's telling a story. She's a storyteller. Grandma, she's telling a story. Or, Grandma, Carlos is a storyteller. But then as I grew up, all of a sudden I saw the word liar in the Bible, and I got freed in Jesus' name. I said, wait a second, I can say this word, because right here, they call them liars. They call the preachers liars. How I many know we got a lot of lying preachers in the world today? Just because someone has reverend or doctor or uh, bishop, pope, in front of their main name don't mean nothing. If, they're, if what they're saying doesn't line up with the word of God, they're a liar. If, if what they're teaching doesn't line up with what the Bible says, this church says right here in Ephesus, you're lying. It breaks my heart. We got so many people, uh, just since I've been at this church, so many people, you know, you're talking to people and they, they, they have questions because people from different organizations, I'm not even going to say churches, but different organizations, you know, they want to bring them into the fold. They want to talk to them. How many of you know the JWs are at your door every Saturday? Thank God for their faithfulness. But the JWs, 
And so many others, the Jehovah's Witnesses, they, they, they say, there's no hell. And I sure as H-E double hockey sticks don't want to die and find out there is one. They say there's no hell. And, and, and here's something else they say. They say 100, uh, only 144,000 are going to go to heaven. And when I was talking to them years ago, they told me that I wasn't one of them. <laughs> now, why in the world would I want to join an organization that says only 144,000 are going to heaven? But you see, you, when I read in my Bible, it says there were so many people going to heaven, a number greater than I could even count. I read in my Bible where it says, whoever believeth in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. Can I get an amen? The Jehovah's Witness and so many more says Jesus is not God. You ever been told that? Jesus is not God. But you see, I read in my Bible, John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. John 1, 14 says, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the only glory of the begotten sons. Liars would tell you, He's not. Some people teach you got to work your way to heaven. How do you know you can't work your way to heaven? You can't sing your way to heaven. You can't shout your way to heaven. And that's a good thing because there's a lot of people that definitely wouldn't go to heaven. You can't even, you know, that was reading something, an article, it's called Eat Your Way to Heaven. I was like, whoa, if that was the case, I'd be sitting right next to Jesus up there. Eat your way to heaven. You, 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 can't, you can't work for heaven. You can't be good enough to go to heaven. The only way to heaven is through faith in his death, burial, and resurrection, and forgiveness of sins. This church called them liars. Verse number three right here. And you have persevered. You took a licking and you kept on ticking, like my grandpa used to say. And you have patience and have labor for my namesake, like we read, and have not become weary. They kept pushing. Even when they got tired, even when they said, I, I, I can't, I'm going to keep going. And that's a powerful church. But then right here, Jesus right here, then he, he rebukes them. He gives them a rebuke, number two, rebuke. Verse four, nevertheless, I have this against you, that you have left your first love. He said, you have forsaken loving me. What Jesus is saying right here applies to a lot of people today. The word love that he's using is the highest love. It's the, it's the word agape. In the Greek. Somebody say agape. Agape love. It's the highest love. It's a love that gives with no expectation of something in return. You ever know somebody like that? They have an agape love. That's the highest love right here. This is, he says, you, you forsaken loving me. The lowest one is eros. Somebody say eros. Eros is a sexual, sensual love. 
uh, what can I get out of this? What, what, can, what can you do for me? What can I get from you? That's arrows. And then there's the middle one right here, phileo, which is a friendship. Um, I'll do X, Y, Z as long as you do A, B, C. Or I'll do A, B, C, you do X, Y, Z. Or whatever, you know. That, that's, that's phileo. At Christmas time, Agape says, I got this for you because I know you need it. I know you want it. And you're like, oh, thank you. Oh, you know, I didn't get it. Hey, don't worry about it. I didn't know. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't do it to get. No, this was for me to you. That's what Agape says at Christmas time. Arrow says, what did you get for me? And you're like, nothing, sucker. <laughs> I didn't get you nothing. Arrow says, what, what, did you, what did you do for me? Phileo says, I got you this. Oh, and by the way, I paid $19.99. <laughs> what did you get for me? <laughs> Jesus says, you left the agape love. The agape love. He says, there was a time. There was a time when you served me because of what you can do to advance the kingdom of God. There was a time you served me. You used to, there was a time you, you, you used to serve me because of what I did for you. You used to love me. No one had to beg you to come to church, to worship, to get involved. There was a time no one had to, no one had to ask you even to help around the church. We, we couldn't wait to get into church. We rushed to get to church. It didn't matter. matter we wanted to be on time. We wanted to get there earlier because we wanted to talk to the brethren. We wanted to be involved. We wanted to give of our tithe and offerings. And now we're not even sure if we want to give it all. He said, you served me because you wanted to. He says, but that passion, that desire, it's no longer there. The energy... And, I, and it's not because we're, it's not because I'm getting up there in aid. The energy, Pastor Carl, is, it's not there. Your passionate is gone. I wonder how many descendants of Ephesus we have in the church today. I wonder, man, I wonder how many people are here today because your mom, your mom made you come. Your dad made you come. I wonder how many people are watching online right now falling asleep, saying, I can't wait for this to be over. How many people are here because you're here because your wife made you come or you wanted to make your husband happy? Not because you wanted to please God. Not because you're thankful for life. You used to worship because you enjoyed it. You used to praise him and raise your hands and sing freely. Now you can't wait for church to be over. It's like, it's like we're just going through the motions. It's like we're doing, we're doing all the right things, but we're just, we're just going through the motions. Can somebody say amen? I wish I could dance if somebody showed me how. <laughs> Mr. Matt. We're just going through the motions. We're no longer 
that love is no longer there. And all God wants more than anything else is your heart, your love, your agape love. If we can just give him a heart, church, if we can just give him a heart, but it's like he has to compete with so many other things. There's so many other things in the world that's grabbing our attention, and all he wants is our agape love. And he's trying to get your attention. He's, he's trying to get your attention this morning. He's trying to pull you away. He's, he's rebuking you and he's saying, you don't love me like you used to. I don't know where you're at this morning, but I'm guilty. I have to be honest, there are some days that, can I be transparent with you? I know, there, I know there's a few people out there that's like, did you hear what he said? There are some days I'm only here because I'm the pastor of the home church of the Nazarene. There are some days my heart is strayed. There are some days I'm tired and I'm just going through the motions. But then I read a verse like this and God slaps me up across the face and says, you've you have left your first love. The love is no longer there. Not only does he recognize, he rebukes, but then he gives, number three, he gives a remedy, a recovery, or, or um, I added this last night, uh, to be restored. And I have three points with this remedy. Here's what he tells us right here. Here's what we do. Here's how we fix this right here. Remember, verse 5, therefore, from where you have fallen. This is the first thing. Remember. Somebody say remember. You have to remember where he brought you from. Can somebody remember what Jesus Christ has did in their life? You have to remember. Remember when Jesus saved your life. Remember when he opened that door. Remember when he got that job for you. Remember when you went up to the altar and you prayed and you got saved. Remember when he saved your life, when he healed your body, when he healed your soul. Remember when he answered that prayer. How many of you know it's so easy as humans to forget what Jesus has done for us? He says, remember from where you have fallen. Remember. Remember when you loved him with all your heart. Remember when you went to church, nobody else, no, it didn't matter if anybody else in the family went or not, you were there. You were there. Remember when you talked to God all day, when you cast your cares upon him. Remember when you woke up in the morning and you read the Bible. Remember when you went to work, everywhere you were, you couldn't help but not tell somebody about Jesus. Remember from where you have fallen. Remember, and then he says right here, repent, repent. That's like, a, that's like a cuss word today, repent. Somebody say repent. This is what keeps us from becoming everything God wants us to become is when we do not repent. Our unwillingness to let go, 
our unwillingness to obey God. Our teenagers, our unwillingness to unsubscribe to the things we are subscribing to. Our unwillingness to repent. And when I say repent, I don't mean 360. Because 360, you keep going the same direction. Repent is 180. You go in the complete opposite direction of where you were headed. Repent. I got a word for somebody today. That word is repent. Return. That's my last one. You guys notice all these R's? Somebody say thank you, Pastor, for making this easy for me. I got all these R's right here. I was going to use the word, the letter T, but I didn't, I, there, was two, there was two T's I couldn't come up, so I said, I got to stick with R's. Return. Somebody say return. It says repent and do the first works or else I will come to you quickly and remove. Somebody say remove. And remove your lampstand from its place unless you re. I'm closing right now, church. I promise I'll be finished when I'm done. Happy, it was an amazing thing when second service is packed. We got people already coming like half hour before church even starts. Amen? That's a beautiful thing. He said, he said, repent. How do I get back? Pastor, how do I get back to that place where I was just in love? Do, you, you know, sometimes we think someone got to lay hands on us and something magical is going to happen. He says, no, 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 you don't got to do all that. You don't got to do, just love me like you used to love me. Love me like you used to love me. When you were passionate and on fire for the things of God. He said there are some, there are some, time, there's some, there's some things you haven't done in decades. There are some things you used to do in my house that you haven't done since, since Booth shot Lincoln. It's been decades. You are, you're, not, you're not loving me. God says, I can, I can fix and take care of your wounded and broken heart. Will you love me like you used to? He says, because if you do not, I will remove your candlestick. I will remove your lampstand. And how many of you know, I need his lampstand in my life. I need his lampstand to guide my steps, to help me make decisions in this dark world. The lampstand represents illumination. It represents his light. And when he takes that from us, his discernment, his wisdom, and when he takes that from us, we're lost. I have a quote. Helen Keller right here, she said, the only thing worse than being blind is having sight but no vision. You see, when you have the lampstand, God Almighty will order your steps. When you have this lampstand, he will order your steps. He will help you down this path, help you make decisions, help you down the road of life. 
but it's when you have your lampstand taken. This world becomes a dark place. But we are blessed this morning to know that we serve a God who gives us another chance. We're doing all the right stuff this morning. We're coming to church. We're giving of our tithes and offerings. We're inviting people. We're bringing our children, our grandchildren. That's all good. But I pray that we're, just, we're, we're not just going through the motions. My prayer this morning is that we get back to our first love. That we get back to the day to where Jesus was the only thing on our mind. Jesus was when I woke up. Jesus is when I was in the day. And Jesus is before I went to bed. It was Jesus. It was the love I had for him. I didn't need my name on a plaque. I didn't, mean, I didn't need a pat on the back. I didn't care if anybody even saw what I did in his house. I just wanted to serve him. He says, you lost your first love. You stopped loving me. What a sad day that'd be. I show up to work on time, but I can't show up to church on time. What a sad day that'd be. I put the world before God. What a sad day that'd be. I, Jesus is the, the last thing on my list. Or he's, he's somewhere in the middle. The question I have, church, what kind of love are you showing God? What kind of love are we showing him? Is it phileo love? God, I'll do for you what you do for me. Lord, you know, you, hey, is it... Is it what some kids do to their parents? Give me, give me, give me. I want, I want, I want. Or is it agape love? Lord, I'm so grateful and thankful you died on the cross for my sins. I want to give you my life. And I don't need anything else. I don't need this. I don't need that. I don't, yeah, I got some issues in my life, but you know what? I'm alive. I'm serving you and I'm on my way to heaven. And I'm going to serve you with my whole heart. Lord, I want to give you this agape love. The same love you gave to me. What kind of love are you showing the creator, the king of kings, the Lord of lords this morning? How many know life's short? I've said it before. We're here today and we are gone tomorrow. We don't know what tomorrow brings. But we do know Jesus is at your heart's door right now with, a, with, a, with another chance to receive him. Maybe you're new this morning. Maybe you've been coming all your life. But you say, Pastor, I lost that love. I lost that passion. Why? Well, I could tell you why my family lost it. My family lost the passion because bitterness. My family lost the passion because they got upset at the church. My family got lost the passion because they let the world inside their life. Instead of keeping their eyes on Jesus this morning, don't allow man, don't allow anybody in this world to take your eyes off Jesus. Don't let anyone steal the love you have for God. Let's bow our heads this morning. Hallelujah. God, thank you for this word. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this warning, for this message that you've given me, Heavenly Father. Lord, we love you this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, have mercy and grace upon our life. Have mercy upon our soul, Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you for your mercy and grace that you show us, God, every day. I want to encourage you this morning. 
if the blood that's in you is still warm and still flowing through your veins and you can hear my voice, whether here in person or online, and you say, Pastor, I am not right with Jesus. He is not living in my heart. You know, I don't know too much about the Nazarene church. And I don't know too much about, but I do know this. I am a sinner. I need forgiveness. I need to repent. I need to humble myself and say, God, forgive me. That's you this morning. No one looking around. You raise your hand. You say, Pastor, pray for me. Raise your hand. God sees that hand. On his heart. God sees his hands. God sees his hands. Hallelujah. God sees that hand. Hallelujah. God sees that hand. In the sea, I smell glory, glory. Hallelujah. Jesus is my victory. Hallelujah. Honest hearts this morning. Honest hearts. He said there was a time you, it didn't matter what time, what time, what time of the day, what, it didn't matter. You, you sold out for me. You gave all to me. But he said, Pastor, you're doing all the things, but your heart is no longer there. You left your first love. This morning, you raised your hand. I want you to repeat with me. And even if you didn't, you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, pray this prayer with me. Pray this prayer with me. The Bible says, if we believe, we have faith, we confess with our mouth, we shall be saved. Repeat with me, dear Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I am sorry for being selfish. I am sorry for putting you last. Give me back this agape love. I give my heart to you. This morning, Lord, change me. Search me, oh God. Restore unto me the joy of your salvation. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Stand, church. Stand to our feet this morning as we sing out this chorus. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Through my shadows in the sea. Glory. Our church glory 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 gave your life to Jesus, you recommitted this morning, I want you to do me a favor, when church is over, when we dismiss, uh, Jeannie and I are going to be standing over here on the side, something that we're going to be kind of getting, that we're going to be doing, we have a lot of people receiving the Lord, and sometimes you don't know what that next step is, you say, okay, I gave my life to Jesus, what, what do I do next? Or I've been serving the Lord, I've been coming to this church for 20 years, but I want to get back involved, come meet Jeannie and myself right here to the left, we're, we'll be here to your right. Let us answer your questions. 
you need prayer, you need something, let us, let us pray for you. How many know we serve a good God who deserves our praise? Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Could I have my brother Donnie, if you could come down, please, and dismiss us as we, as we, as we leave. Brother Donnie Brown, if you could please come and pray this, this morning. Hallelujah. How many know we love the Brown family? Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Bow your heads, church. And again, if you're new, you received the Lord this morning, we're going to be over here to your right. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Lord, we thank you. We feel your spirit in this place. And we pray for your forgiveness of our sins. We believe Jesus Christ died on the cross to give us the chance at everlasting life and forgiveness. Pray for all that are going through pain and suffering and pray that they believe in you and will rejoice in heaven in your arms with everlasting love. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen, amen. Be blessed this morning, thank you. Hide me.